Welcome and thank you for tuning into the Joy Tutor Podcast. I am your host, Joanna Williams. Together, we will unpack, learn, teach, and celebrate the journey of emerging entrepreneurs and courageous trailblazers. Let's dig in. Hey, Charlie. Hey. Charlie is the honoree of the Joy Tutor 2022 Celebrations of Courage Award for Resilience. And she is truly a demonstration of that through and through. So with that being said, please introduce yourself. Uh, well, first, thanks for having me and thanks for the award. Um, never had an award before, so I do appreciate that. And my name is Charlie. I am the owner creator of Lit Life Creations. We are a spiritual aromatherapy business. So um, our main product are candles and incense. And we've been doing this for about four years now. So we're just, we're steady growing and we've expanded our business into uh, local stores. We're just getting up there. That's awesome. What birthed Lit Life Creations? Well, what birthed us is really, I started kind of um, selling candles for someone else. I've always liked candles and incense and scents and stuff. It's always been my thing. And um, really what started it was like, oh, well, you know, how can I get some extra money? <laughs> and, and it was like, oh, I can sell these candles for this other person who had been making candles for years, but I just wasn't passionate about it. Like I couldn't, they couldn't tell me like what was in their candles. And that was something that was important to me. And um, so I just decided, you know what, let me try to see if I can do this on my own. Cause I really like candles. So I'm like, okay, let me make my own candles, but how can they stand apart from everyone else's candles? And at the same time, I'm going through my spiritual journey. So I wanted to make something that was, was a little bit more than a candle. So that's when I thought like, oh, okay, I can have them have some intention and meaning to them. So that when you're lighting a candle, you're just not lighting a candle for a great scent because they smell fabulous, but you'll also have a candle that can add value to your life. So um, I started setting the intentions in the candles and I added the crystals and herbs. Didn't even know it was a thing. You know, people have been doing this for years, so it's nothing new. But at the time, I didn't know it was a thing. I was like, can you put a crystal in a candle? Like, is that safe? And so um, definitely did the research and, you know, found out that it's definitely something you can do. And it really went from there. I started making candles for friends and just like, hey, like putting candles in people's face, like here, try this candle. Do you like it? <laughs> you know, and if, if they liked it, then I was like, okay. And as I was still selling candles for someone else, I slowly but surely put my candles out there. And I started to notice, um, I still had this other person's candles, but I started to notice people no longer wanted those. They wanted mine. So that let me know, like I was going in the right direction and it just continued from there. So you mentioned adding herbs as well as crystals into yeah. your candles. That is so awesome because you don't see that very often out when you're shopping for candles. Can you give a little bit more details or background about crystals and how they benefit and add more value to your candles, your products? Well, I mean, a crystal, it's, it, it's, a, it's a rock or stone. You find them in the earth um, in different places. 
A lot of people mine crystals from Brazil. You can even get them. I'm in Missouri. You can even get them from here. There's like caves in Missouri where you can get crystals from. So they're everywhere. They're just a part of the earth from, I I can't even pinpoint of when people realized that they had energy in them, but they do. So a lot of people like to take crystals and use them for that purpose. Certain different crystals provide different energy. So it just depends on which crystal you have. So when I'm making my candles, I make sure that if I have, you know, a, um, a certain candle like like sleep that it has like a milky quartz crystal in it which has like elements that is supposed to help you being calm so it just depends on which crystal you know you choose to work with but you can set your own intentions in them as well I always recommend for people that if you find a crystal you know cleanse it literally wash it gently with some soap and water and set your intentions in that crystal, study that crystal, the elements, what it can do for you. There's like thousands and thousands of crystals, but, but um, basically they have power in them. And so I like to include that in the candle because it gives you that element of the earth while you're meditating as well. And so you can keep the crystal in the candle while you light the candle, or you can take the crystal out and use it during your meditation practice. Either way, it's a win-win situation. Well, I will definitely say you have leveled up my candle game, okay? (laughs) Charlie, you really and truly have because up until you literally started selling your candle line and collection, because last year, no, 2019, was it? Yes, January 2019, Mm -hmm. I featured your candles as in my gift boxes Oh, yeah. Yeah. Courage event in 2019. And I gifted all of the ladies your candles and they loved them because they were just so unique, you know, that they can't find anything like it in their local department stores. So with that being said, I was like, okay, Charlie, this is awesome. But you taught me the power and beauty of setting an intention. Yes. Um. Thank you. The alarm finally stopped. (laughs) (laughs) I'm in New York and it's always a lot going on. Um, (laughs) But what I've learned and have done since you have launched your business is, for example, I burned one of your candles recently. um, Tori gave me two of your candles, our good Judy for those listening uh Tori gave me two of your candles and one of them I set the intention that I would finish my finish setting up my podcast mm-hmm. book and set up my event for Joy Tudor and all of that is awesome that is awesome I love to hear those stories <laughs> it's it's just beautiful because it kind of anchors my day and well I should say it anchors my working session because I start mm-hmm. off with I even have some you know my crystal bracelets on mm-hmm. and people that I work with while I'm working on my business particular is the tiger's eye crystal okay and I set your you know I burn your candle so I know my when my candle is burning and I have my crystals it just really helps to ground me and 
keeps me out of that space of my mind kind of wandering off about you know how we can kind of overthink oh but, yeah you know but if you set the intention you get grounded so thank you I just wanted listeners to know how they can use your candles and incorporate it in a practical way yeah all of those things just charge the energy in your home that's why if you ever go to like a spa something like that there's water running you see rocks like all of those things are place there to keep you calm so that's what candles do as well and then you have the crystal element in it so it's it's really charging the environment like I keep candles lit 24 (laughs) 7 almost too much in my house but that's the only way I can work you know all of these are tools you know to help us get through life whatever tool you need to use you should use it (laughs) I want to dig a little bit deeper on where you wanted to be more not I don't want to say organic but you said natural right like you you wanted a different approach to how you made and how you processed your products and when you say you set your intention can you tell us a little bit about your process um going back to the ingredients I care about what I'm breathing in so I definitely wanted my ingredients to be clean ingredients I do have some natural and organic products. And I also do have products with fragrance oil as well. But with the fragrance oil, I make sure it's the cleanest possible way to make a chemical oil, basically. Because they are like, um, candles are made with paraffin and um, that creates soot in the air. My candles are all soy. So it doesn't create that soot in the air. So it's more breathable. So it's better for infants and children. And then as far as the intentions, when I say I'm setting intentions on the candle, if I'm making, let me see, breakthrough, that particular candle, as I'm making the candle, I'm thinking about breakthroughs that I, I'm thinking, I want this person, whoever is working with this candle to receive whatever breakthrough that they need in life. So that's what my focus is when I'm making the candle and I name the candle breakthrough. And so everything about the candle is for whoever to receiving it to receive the breakthrough they need. So you'll get instructions on the candle as far as the intentions that are in the candle and what the crystal in that candle is can can do for you. So I tell people when you light that candle, that's what you should focus on is whatever breakthrough you need in life. So that's what I mean when I say there's intentions. Another one is clarity. So if whatever clarity you're looking for, I want you to focus on that when you light that candle. Candles are very powerful. You can just take a yellow candle or a black candle if you're looking for protection and light that, but your focus has to be on that thing, protection or clarity. I in particular name mine and for what I feel like you should focus on. Now you can focus on whatever you want, but (laughs) I like to encourage people to meditate And sometimes our mind is all over the place. And when you think of meditation, you're just like, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to think about. My mind wanders. So my candle is giving you a little bit more focus, a little bit more intention when you go into your meditation practice. That's why it's like, okay, this candle is called clarity. So when you meditate, I want you to focus on clarity. And so hopefully that'll help you focus as you sit there and try to clear your mind for at least, you know, five to 10 minutes a day. To wrap up this particular subject with the bow, why is meditation important or even needed? 
why would someone need to use a wood? Just first, anyone new who's listening, right? Because mm-hmm. we familiar with meditation. It's it's part of our daily practice. But someone new listening in for the first time, how would they use it or why would they use it? Um, you would use it because we have a lot going on. We're always busy. You either you have the TV going on, you're on your cell phone. It's a lot of distractions in this world. And I feel like the only way to center yourself and get back with the creator is to take time and be still. And that's what meditation is, is, is being still. And we have a hard time doing that, especially when you're used to going here, going there. You got a thousand things to do. Your mind's constantly racing. It's just taking time to be with self taking time to be with the creator, taking time to center yourself. Now, that doesn't always mean, you know, sitting in a a circle or sitting um, with your legs folded because my knees won't even let me do that. But (laughs) you can always just take some time to just, if you're at work, you can sit in your car for five minutes, breathe. Breathing alone does so much to help relax and calm you. If you are in the shower, I tell people, when people say they don't have time to meditate, I say, you take a shower every day, right? I hope so. So (laughs) get in the shower while you're showering, the calmness of the water, get into the water, go into the water in your mind and just let your mind go there and let your mind just be silent and be still. And some people have a very hard time doing that, which is okay because it takes time and eventually you'll be able to sit still in that space and just meditate. Meditate is it's heal. It's healing. I feel like it heals you internally. If you're dealing with, you know, childhood traumas, if you're trying to um, get in touch with ancestors, you're trying to find out who you are. Meditation is key. It will change your life. Inner wellness. Absolutely self-care, self-love, mm-hmm. and tool that you have created with your hands, which is beautiful. You, you apply the intention of meditation and crystals. I felt that that was important to dig a little deeper on because that's part of who you are. I mean, you are the creator yeah. of a wonderful product that people can pick up. Customers need to know that this product, this candle really has been handled and created and processed with, with care and love, not manufactured in a factory. And just right. public, but mm-hmm. no, has literally, without you even asking for it, already set you up for your own self-care and well-being. Absolutely. If, if, if I'm not, you know, if my spirit's not right, I can't put that energy into what I give other people. So I make sure I'm right before I, I put my hands on your product because I want you to receive all the ashe that comes within that product. That's beautiful. I love it, friend. Um, Thank you. I'm just so proud of you. I really am. Like when you and I first met, I met you through Vivian. <laughs> Viv. Yes. <laughs> our good friend. Our cute friend, Vivi. You, Viv about a week and a half ago and I just published her podcast episode Uh and I'm loving this series because our tribe is pretty dope where we have a lot of entrepreneurs within our circle we do and um that's uh, another important thing that if if you're thinking about being an entrepreneur you want to go into business you definitely got to surround yourself around like-minded people and before I even became who I am today 
just being around like you girls and even if it was just like your side hustle whatever you're doing like I'm noticing and I'm watching I'm like oh she's over there making coasters you know she's doing her thing or she cooks you know she's a chef on the side and she works like I'm just like oh my god like that's amazing so it let me know like okay I can do this too definitely tribe is everything I mean, we all know it takes a village to raise a, a business. <laughs> yes, it does. You know, it could be lonely at times. I mean, you and I have had conversations where it's like, oh, trust Very me. much so. <laughs> Will we ever, like, turn a profit? Damn, right. does this shorten? <laughs> the list feels like it keeps growing of things to do. It does. It does. It, it can become very overwhelming, very lonely, definitely have to make decisions of you know what I can't hang out tonight you know I I, I gotta work <laughs> like I got a whole business to run and it's just my two hands so you know yeah you definitely have to make choices but I mean I think it's worth it um I wouldn't want to do anything else at this point like I, I'm loving it yeah me too I, I mean it's a lot of work and <laughs> it's fun because before we recorded, you said, Joe, I don't know if I'm going to be ready with all the homework that you sent me because my, <laughs> my email was sent to you. I said, Charlie, I finally got my issue. I set up my automations and so default, default email, which feels good to be able to do, but it just, it takes time. It does. And work, but we're finally here. And, and Viv and I were just saying how we are a staff of one (laughs) (laughs) a staff of one and like what do you do when the staff of one is sick you know like I have COVID Mm -hmm. you know you're not 100% we don't have anyone that we could tap in while we clock out right it's still waiting I still have podcast episodes that I needed to edit this week but I just went with the ebb and flow of it. I slept when my body said, okay, you need to yeah. sleep. And if it woke me up at three in the morning and I felt like, okay, well, I'm bored. I do not want to watch TV. Well, guess what? I can listen to the podcast and edit me and Joelle's episode. <laughs> there is this like um, meme or video, something where I heard it before. And she, she was saying, um, I got to choose me. And so that's like what I say to myself a lot, and especially when I'm, I feel like I'm being torn in a thousand different directions. I say, I got to choose me. So <laughs> without me, none of this goes on. So if, if I need to rest, like I got to rest. Um, I had a little allergy sinus infection recently that kind of took me out. It was very hard to sit down, yeah. very hard to just lay in the bed. And that's just not who I am in in general. So on top of running a business, it was very hard to sit down. Luckily, I do have um, a loving husband at home that's at least able to help me restock stores at minimum. So he was at least able to take the stuff. I'm just like, I felt like um, how your mom used to send you to the store with a note. (laughs) That's how I felt with him like, here's this note, give it to her, just take this. <laughs> so, and I called them like, he's on his way. <laughs> what a note. <laughs> Chris is the bomb, girl. It's such a good hubby. He yes. really, really is. 
you know, it it makes the world of a difference when you have a partner. So how are you able to really find a balance? Um, it's hard, but you know, like I said, I, I gotta choose me. So um, I have been trying to, you know, make that time to, you know, start working out again and making sure, you know, I sit down and eat a full meal and not just grabbing quick food and, and, and staying on the go. It's very hard. I've never really been a structured person <laughs> as far as like, this is my list and this is my task. And this is what I'm going to do. I'll write that. It's cute, but I don't actually do it, you know, but I think it does help to have that written down to know that these are the goals. I'll, I'll try to do that periodically just to check things off the list, which is good to do is to know that I accomplished this and it's done. But that's what I do. I try to write things down um, I d- and definitely try to take time out for myself, even if it's um, in the morning. Now, I'm not going to lie. I'm not, you know, meditating 30 minutes a day and stuff like that. Absolutely not. But I do make a point to get up in the morning, spend five to 10 minutes at my altar before I start my day. Just little things like that. Or else you just find yourself just going crazy. <laughs> so. yeah. You mentioned earlier about writing down. I'm so used to writing things down, write things down. Mm-hmm. That this put that birthed. Oh, that's so pretty. My planner. I'm going to have to get into that. So listeners, I just showed Charlie my entrepreneur planner. And the reason why I pulled this out was because based on our conversation while in the planner, I do have checkpoints Mm -hmm. after like within like after a month I have here, it says self-love check-in. Good. It's so needed. It's so needed. And one of the questions I ask is, what am I doing to rest and recover? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, just to prompt you to check in with yourself. The other question I have is, what activities can I do that will bring me joy and relaxation? You know, I, I'm on a forever spiritual journey and learning and growing. So I really take joy in learning new things. Like, you know, I've been studying Orishas lately. So I just, I take joy in that. So anytime I get a chance to just, you know, even if it's like, okay, let me take a 10 minute break. And especially with when the weather was nice, now it's getting too hot, but I would go outside. I got a little swing in the backyard and sit on my swing and, and read for, you know, 10, 15 minutes, you know, then come back in the house and get back at it. Um, but that definitely gives me give me joy. And this past weekend, uh, we went to Tennessee to spend time with family. And that was everything. Just having everybody all in like one space and we could be together. It was Mother's Day weekend. Just watching women just love on each other and um, support each other. Like that was really nice. So, you know, spending that time with, you know, friends and family. Definitely where I get my joy from as well. That's awesome. I agree. You know, just those relationships, right? Mm-hmm. But you also mentioned your healing journey, your spiritual journey, right? Mm-hmm. 2021 was a big healing journey here for me. Good. So, have we talked about how I changed my name from Riggins to Williams? No. Yeah. Yeah, that happened. <laughs> the beauty in it is that when I did publish this first book, I published uh-huh. Joanna Williams. Yeah. My birth name. 
when I was going through my healing journey of letting go and forgiveness, like really understanding, like uh, and unpacking around my self-worth. And Charlie, mm-hmm. how that can show up, it shows up in the pricing of your product. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I need to deal with that. Where is that? <laughs> Any thoughts on that? Um, yeah, absolutely. Because it's always, you're, you're always thinking about like, oh, you know, other people's pockets, like, can they afford this? And that's not what you should be thinking about when you're pricing your product. You should price it based off the value of the product. You know, the time you put into the product, the quality of the product. It's definitely something I struggled with in the beginning. Not no more. <laughs> but, but I definitely struggled with it in the beginning. And even now, I interim my prices as they go up. I try not to just hit people over the head with like, boom, now it's $30 a candle. But eventually it will be. But you also have to think about the times that we're in and the cost of products and goods and inflation and things like that. So, you know, if, if you have a good product, you you price it with what it's worth, period. That's right. That's right. Well, I was giving away my time, girl, almost. I was like in the red. It was ridiculous. Yeah. Mm-mm. So, and that was me having that imposter syndrome. That was me just feeling like, oh, it's going to be too much knowing mm-hmm. or at my day job that what I was charging it, might, it was just insane so we're past it we yes yeah and we're good to go but I just wanted to share that because it's important to look at some of the things that might hold us back or have mm-hmm. fear and anxiety as we are navigating along our entrepreneur journey it's always good to take a step back and look within, right? To kind of go a layer or two deeper to say, what is the root cause? And if you address that root cause, it will have a snowball effect and heal so many other things. As an entrepreneur of one, a staff of one, (laughs) what advice would you give to someone else who is branching out into the entrepreneur world and they have a full-time job but an amazing gift, idea, passion. It keeps them up at night. Well, maybe not keep them up at night, but it just keeps nagging them. Mm -hmm. What advice would you give someone starting out? First, I would make sure that it's really something you want to do. Make sure it's something that you're really passionate about. I actually just had this conversation with the young lady this past weekend and she's young and I'm like, just research like you have everything at your fingertips like the computer is right there if before you invest all of your money and time into something see how another person is doing it see what they're doing you know follow them on youtube instagram whatever but i I love youtube university like that's how i learned a lot (laughs) so hurt people to do that spend your time watching other people studying other people studying your craft before you jump 10 toes down in it and spend all your money and investments and things like that. And then you end up getting burnt out or it doesn't go anywhere or you make bad investments and make bad moves, which can, is, is going to happen anyway in business. It's, it, it's your, those things can still happen, but it's different when you're in it and it's, you're passionate about it and you're willing to make those risks at that point in your business. But yeah, study study, study, study. (laughs) That's awesome advice for sure. And I agree with you that everything is at your fingertips. (laughs) Yes. Oh my God. 
I mean, we had a Dan at Hayes, Charlie, where you could design your own logo and mm-hmm. clicks, have your own website put together. It's amazing. And if you can't, somebody else can. Like, there are all these programs yes. and out there and other people that can do these things for you. So, I mean, somebody can build you an entire business if you have the money to. <laughs> they can build your entire business, which is nice, but... Yeah, it, it, it's all out there for you. You know, I just, when people say they can't do something, it's just like, well, have you tried? Or did you just look at it and say, oh, no, I can't do that. You couldn't have told me even five years ago that I was going to be an entrepreneur. And you definitely couldn't have told me even two years ago that I was going to do this full time. Like I would have never thought it would have got to this. So, you know, if you're passionate about it, keep going. And I feel like when it's really your passion and purpose, the people are not going to let you stop the demand's not going to let you stop. People are invested. I I couldn't stop if I wanted to. (laughs) Yeah. We have to talk about the transition. Well, first, um, I lost my job when the pandemic happened. And um, I stayed unemployed for about six months and focused on my business full time. But it wasn't the same kind of business clearly because we weren't in the same world. (laughs) Like I couldn't get out there and do pop-up shops. Like I was used to doing, I wasn't used to making my money online. I was used to making it uh, doing vendor shows and pop-up shops. So I kind of had to um, redesign how I did my business. Like I started making face uh, masks and hand sanitizer, forget candles. (laughs) Like I started doing other things because that's where the need was at the time. And then from there, I'm being an entrepreneur and I started to get scared. I'm just like, okay, like the unemployment's running out. You know, I got to work because that's all I know. I mean, my my mother was a worker bee. She raised me. You just get you a good job. And, (laughs) you know, you stay at that job for 20 plus years and you retire and get the golden watch. And it's like, well, ain't no golden watch no more mama they don't give you nothing you know (laughs) so that mentality like is in me but at the same time it's not so I know that you know there's no golden watch at the end of your 20 years that you put in and worked for this company so for me it was like okay going back into what I know so I got scared and I had an opportunity to go back to work and it was working from home so I was like well maybe I can still work from home and run my business like I can I can I can still do this But even with that, it just got overwhelming. And I always felt like I needed to be in a position where like life maybe made the choices for me. Like, okay, I was going to stop working because the job ended because it was a temp job. But I knew that I had to make a decision for myself. I had to step out on faith. I couldn't wait for something to happen. I had to make that decision to walk away. And it was hard. I cried. <laughs> like, oh. It was just a temporary job, but still that money was coming in consistently, you know, and if that job ended, they could give me another temporary job or whatever. But I was like, I had to step away from working for someone else, period, in order to grow. I knew I had to make that decision. So I finally made that decision, stepped out on faith had a conversation with my husband, of course. And it, it, I will say it's a lot easier when you have a partner in life. I ain't even gonna lie. It helped, but I definitely had to have that conversation with him and make that decision that I am no longer working for anybody but Lit Life Creations. And that's where I'm at. 
I love it. Okay. So quick follow-up questions. Mm -hmm. You decided, well, you knew you had to walk away when the demand for your time was too exhausting to juggle the job and lit life, correct? Yes. Okay. And at what point, well, I guess when you hit a wall of exhaustion, you had to make a decision. Yes. And you chose your baby. The decision was this the decision was eating at me for a while. And I even took a break and went on a spiritual retreat. I went to Costa Rica and I was like, after this trip, like a decision needs to be made. Like I need to make a decision on how I'm going to, you know, go on about this. And I got back home. I probably worked for like another uh, couple weeks or so, maybe a month or so after I got back. And then I finally was like, okay, I put in my two weeks. <laughs> so I was like, okay, I'm done. <laughs> yeah. But it, it was a lot. Not only when I got back from that trip, the demand was still there. I had got the opportunity to be in a, two other stores. So it was like that on top of the demand that was already there. I was just like, I can't do it. Like, I can't. I physically can't do it anymore. Like, that time that I'm sitting here typing away for them, I need to be typing away for me. So I had to let it go. You have inspired someone listening right now, self-included, okay? (laughs) I mean, this is the reason why you have been awarded as the honoree of the Resilient Award. Thank you so much. The true definition of it, Charlie, seriously. I mean, you said, look, I'm going to push through. You survived losing your job during COVID, during the Mm -hmm. pandemic. Fearful for everyone. I remember that conversation. But you have to remain flexible and adaptable and do not be afraid to change. I mean, don't. Mm -mm, Don't. I was like, that sewing machine was sitting there. I was like, people need masks. (laughs) I'm not, and I'm not even the best at sewing. Like, I have a sewing machine, but I'm not like the best. So, but I, I, watched a couple YouTube videos and I was like you know what okay I got this and I I started doing that and then you know the hand sanitizer like whatever I could do it's still you know people were still buying things you know my candles and stuff were still selling but like I said I wasn't used to selling online like that so I had to pivot and you got to be prepared to pivot so Someone listening is afraid, right? And we've been there. Not to say that we haven't been afraid, but, you know, to your point, don't be afraid to pivot. Um, so as of today, where are you? you your, your candles, your products are in multiple stores and you're selling online because that was a conversation we had as well. You were like, Joe, I'm used to selling in person, not online. How are things with your, your business model right now? Yes, I'm um, still definitely selling in person. However, I feel like I've been able to hone that in a little bit. I feel like when I first started, any kind of pop-up vendor thing, I was there. Like I was at everybody's pop-up shop, like which is good. And I encourage that. So if you are like thinking about doing something or you have something that you make and you want to see if people will gravitate to it or not, pop-up shops are it. Because because people will let you know if they like your stuff or not based on if you made some money or not <laughs> that day. So, but that's a good way to get yourself out there and to promote yourself. And I did a lot of that, but at the same time, I spent a lot of time being in spaces and places where I shouldn't have been. 
So now I'm able to know like exactly who my target audience is, exactly where I should be. And I'm more consistent in where I'm at. So people know exactly where to find me. And then I still, uh, the online business is steadily growing for sure. Then I've expanded into a couple local stores and a spa in Atlanta thus far. The goal is to continue to do more uh, wholesale orders and to keep expanding uh, nationwide in stores. You stated your online store is growing. Is it through your social media? Because I know you were trying to figure out, Joe, Mm -hmm. how do I grow the online sector of my product? How did you do that? Mm -hmm. Was it advertisement? Was it through advertisement advertisement on social media? Definitely through advertising on, on social media. I definitely use my social media platforms. And you target, you have to target way more than just your followers. I don't even have a lot of followers, but I do a lot of the social media, like their, their ad platforms. I definitely use those to grow my website. Um, and just on top of just organically, I mean, everywhere I'm at, here's a business card. I'm leaving a business card. If you purchase my products, it's how you get back in touch with me. I mean, that word of mouth is everything. The word of mouth is how I got into stores that alone will get you far I did mention this maybe once or twice I I know me and Joelle mentioned this in our interview we had the other day doing the Charlie <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny I laugh every time you guys say that <laughs> so listeners context to give you background our girlfriend tribe um when we are overthinking And we are just like trying to perfect, trying to perfect, right? Mm -hmm. And anywhere. But when we get to the place where we get fed up and we're like, all right, we're tired of being stagnant and stuck. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We push through as is and perfected along the way. That is called doing the Charlie baby. (laughs) (laughs) This one right here. (laughs) Remember the labels, Charlie, when you first started with your labels? I remember Mm -hmm. they are sliding off. Me and Joel were just talking Mm -hmm. about they're sliding off. You said they're going to get what they're going to get. <laughs> I throw away these labels and we're going to use these labels until they run out. And on the next batch, I will get it right. Sis, you have gotten it right. I'm proud of you. Yeah, I, I definitely, I mean, it, it's, it's actually cringy though. <laughs> looking at, <laughs> looking at old stuff that I've put out, it's definitely cringeworthy, but you know, that, that is what I did, <laughs> but I had to keep it going. You know, when you first start, don't have a whole lot of money, you know, don't know how to quite do things. So it's like, okay, it's going to slap this label on here. Like, hopefully it don't look too bad and, and keep it rolling. But I mean, if I could turn the, turn the clock, I would definitely put a little bit more focus on things. <laughs> and your product spoke for itself, it, you know. <laughs> That was, that's what offset it. You know, once you twisted the lid off of the jar, yeah, it doesn't matter, right? What it looked yeah. like. You got to so, start from somewhere now. <laughs> yeah, the product is always there, which is the reason why you did not have any fallout from that, right? You <laughs> have coming back and kept buying. <laughs> right. <laughs> and that's the point of the message. That's the point of me telling the story is that for anyone myself included, which is the reason why I'm doing this podcast, right? Because I said, I'm not going to wait until my voice is clear. I'm nasally as heck. I've been blowing my nose throughout this entire interview. 
I'm getting <laughs> even heavier nasally. So we're gonna have to wrap it up because mm-hmm. it gets to the point where you won't be able to understand me. But the point is to choose progress over perfection. And you have yes. definitely modeled that. And I want to thank you, Fred, for your time tonight. Is there anything that you would like to close us out with before I ask you to provide your contact information? Um, just again, thanks for having me. Um, you know, anybody out there that's, you know, trying to be an entrepreneur, you know, because I'm growing, I'm not there yet. I'm not nowhere near. Just start. Just do it. Just try it and shit. <laughs> well, thank you, love. Please close us out with your contact information. How can we get in touch with you? How can we and where can we buy your products? LitLifeCreations.com. That's, you know, Lit, L-I-T, Life, L-I-F-E, Creations.com. And same thing on all social media platforms, Lit Life Creations at Instagram and Lit Life Creations on Facebook. Thank you, love. Thank you. And get some rest. Get well. I will. Thank you for joining and listening in. We greatly appreciate your time. To learn more about our business development classes, such as how to start a business, business plan development, and if you have a Wix website and you're struggling with updates, we got you. I'm also excited to announce that we've launched our new Entrepreneur Roadmap and Execution Planner along with the class. The class is maxed out at 14 registrants, therefore the class books very fast. However, we do have waitlists available. Sign up at joytutor.com. Also, last but not least, you can follow us on all the social medias at Joy Tutor or Joy Tutor Inc. Until next time, take care.